This is an ABC podcast. Hello, hello. My name's Matt, filling in for Ruby, and this is News Time. Hello, Matt. Hi, Matt. Today, we'll cheer on a country AFL team called the Rockets. Go Rockets! Then, celebrate International Day of the World's Indigenous Peoples. We'll also hear a sad story with a happy ending about a long-lost brother and sister. And find out how dolphin poo is helping the planet. Then, we'll reveal our wow of the week. That's a story that really blew our minds and made us go, whoa. I can't wait to hear it. Let's go. Story number five. Ball! Kick it! Good bounce! Oh, sorry. I was a bit carried away watching the AFL. It stands for Australian Football League. It's a game that you play with an egg-shaped ball. Yeah, it's a type of footy. Some people call it Aussie rules too. And my favourite team are the Echuca Moama Rockets from regional Victoria. The Rockets started when local footy coach Mark McGann noticed a group of players on their own at the Oval. Mark wondered why they were playing by themselves and he found out that most of the players had an intellectual disability. Mark helped them start an all-abilities team called the Rockets. There's people with disabilities in it and there's different genders and it's sort of accepting everybody. Yeah, that's what all abilities means. The Rockets have been going for 12 years now and everyone is welcome to play. No matter like what gender people are, what age they are, whatever sort of person they are, they can still come together and do great things. And it would just be really fun to play with all these different people, see how like talented they are. Totally. The Rockets play in the Victorian Football Integration Development Association and the competition moves around different towns so spectators from across regional Victoria can cheer the teams on. Good work, Rockets. Go, Rockets! Star number four. On the 9th of August, it was International Day of the World's Indigenous Peoples. That's a day to celebrate and learn about Indigenous peoples from across the globe. Because they're really important people to our world. That's right. Indigenous peoples are those who identify as the original or first people from a certain place. They can be Torres Strait Islanders or Aboriginal. Yes. Indigenous Australians are Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. They've lived here for thousands and thousands of years, and Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples are the traditional owners of this land. We have to acknowledge that they were the first people and that this land is their land. Right now, I'm speaking to you from Gadigal country in the Eora Nation. And wherever you are, you're on Indigenous country. That's because the land we now call Australia is made up of hundreds of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander groups with connections to their own communities, islands, or what we call First Nations or countries. There are like tons of different groups and they all have different languages. Yes, and other parts of the world have Indigenous peoples too. The first peoples of Aotearoa, New Zealand, are the Maori. In Kenya, they are the Maasai, and a Bedouin person is from the deserts of the Middle East. There are more than 370 million people in at least 70 countries who identify as Indigenous. 
It's also important to remember, if you don't know whether to call someone Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander, Indigenous or First Nations, just ask them what they prefer. Story number three. What makes brothers and sisters special? They're who you're going to always be with. Like, even though you have, like, fights and everything, you're still family. They make you feel happy and... Even though they're a bit annoying sometimes, they're still really caring for you. I think so too. Bill Stewart and Beryl Johnson are brother and sister. And more than 80 years ago, when Bill and Beryl were kids, their mum passed away. Then their dad joined the Navy and had to sail away to serve in World War II. Bill and Beryl were sent to an orphanage. That's a home for children who have lost their parents. Sadly, their dad died at sea. Then, Bill and Beryl were separated. That's really sad. Bill was sent to a home for boys, while Beryl was adopted by a new family. If that happened to me, I would be really upset and I would want to be with my siblings. Bill and Beryl were upset, and when they grew up, they both tried to find each other with no luck. Bill lived in Sydney and Beryl lived in Adelaide, and they thought they'd never see each other again, until... The shipwreck Bill and Beryl's dad was on when he died was found. A special ceremony was held to remember him and all of the other sailors on board. One of Bill and Beryl's relatives attended the ceremony and met Bill. She wanted to help Bill find Beryl, so she put an ad in an Adelaide newspaper. Beryl saw it and she called Bill straight away. After more than 80 long years, they were reunited and gave each other the biggest hug. I think it would have been very, like, joyful and they would have both been, like, really excited and happy. And now they call each other every single morning at 8 o'clock on the dot. I'm glad that story had a happy ending. Story number two. Excuse you, dolphin. Oh, actually, continue. Your poo is apparently very helpful for coral reefs. Keep pooing! Scientists have spent 30 years tracking spinner dolphins near an island nation called the Maldives and the Chagos Archipelago in the Indian Ocean. They've discovered that the dolphins visit ring-shaped coral reefs called atoll lagoons in the mornings. They rest in the lagoons before swimming away in the afternoons to hunt for food in deeper water. But the dolphins don't just relax in the lagoons, they also poo. They could be like healthy and nutritious things in the poo. You're right. The dolphin poo contains something called nitrogen that acts like a superfood for coral. And we all know how important coral reefs are. Thousands of fish and animals and, and creatures are there. Yes, and it's important to help reefs because they're struggling to stay healthy as climate change makes the ocean warm up. Dolphins are also under threat from climate change and human behaviour like overfishing. The more fishing you do, if you like fish too much, then there will be too little fish. You know it. So scientists say their findings prove why it's so important for humans to look after dolphins. Because dolphins help reefs, and reefs help humans by providing food, income, and even protection from waves and storms. We're all connected and need each other. And now it's time for the... Wow of the week. 
This story made me go wow because I never knew that there were caves this deep underground. And it's amazing how the world can create that. Explorers have discovered Australia's deepest known cave. The cave is 401 metres deep. That's about as long as four soccer fields end to end. But instead of picturing them above the ground, picture them deep underground. What do you think it'd be like way down there? Maybe like really, really dark and really, really scary. I think you might be right. The cave is near Hobart in Tasmania, close to another underground cave called Nigli, which is 397 metres deep. A group called the Southern Tasmanian Cavaneers suspected there was a cave even deeper than Nigli, so they spent six months preparing. They carefully sent lots of rope underground and attached it to rocks, and explored lots of side passages, like tunnels, before they made their way deeper and deeper. It might have been a bit stressful, and sometimes it would have been like hard to get through the gaps. There were certainly some tight squeezes to contend with. It took the Cavaneers seven hours of descending, that's heading downwards, squeezing their bodies between rocks and ledges until they reached the deepest point. They had head torches. Because otherwise it would be like pitch black and they could have tripped over. And they needed to be extra careful because it was very wet and muddy after lots of snowfall in the area. All up, the Cavaneers spent 14 hours underground. They said the expedition was like climbing a mountain in reverse. Would you like to be a cave explorer? It would be like pretty cool, like exploring, like and seeing all like the different shapes of the rocks. That does sound cool. But remember, the Cavaneers are super experienced adults and you should never try to go underground yourself. The Cavaneers named the cave Delta Variant after the coronavirus to remember this moment in history. And they plan to do it all again because they think there are even deeper caves to discover. Wow. And that's it, my friends. Thanks, Matt. Check out the quiz in the show notes. Ruby will be back to celebrate Science Week next week. See you, Matt. Bye. Or as they say in Danish, farvel. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.